uh, Abu Zakarwe, who was a Jordanian who uh, militant, was smart enough to see that. He anticipated the, the sort of uh, invasion, and he was very clever to sort of realize that these people were, were going to be marginalized, and he ended up uh, organizing them very quickly. I recall, I just in sort of preparation to come here, I recall talking to an insurgent back in 2003, and it was very clear he was a Sunni, so lost his job, talked about uh, religion, uh, 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 talked about tribalism. And so anyway, uh, you know, as we all did the story of, you know, America's uh, fight with the insurgents there is, is well known, I think now. It took us a long time. Uh, and by the end, uh, uh, I think most people agree, even people who disagree with the invasion would say that uh, the American military aligned with uh, Sunni tribesmen did a pretty good job of, you know, uh, tamping down the Al-Qaeda, you know, Sunni insurgency in the north uh, so-called awakening correct and the awakening uh, the, the two of them together yes I think they did I did some reporting up there at the time and I you know they from what they were trying to do I think they did a good job uh, but there were a lot of problems involved uh, uh, among them the was and this was very clear when I did some reporting back in 2009 and 10 was the the Shia controlled government made a lot of promises to the Sunnis. They said, you know, we'll give you jobs, you know, uh, we'll pay you salaries, you know, your families. Again, it's very tribal. It's take care of everybody. You know, you'll be integrated into this. And they weren't. Uh, uh, and there was a huge disaffection uh, among Sunnis there. And this, you know, if I can make a broader point, um, I, I, I really, I, it's difficult to cast blame, on, you know, it, it, there's a lot of things to talk about. But, you know, where do the, the Sunnis have to go, really? You know, there's a Shia, sta Shia state, and there's no question about that. In some ways, I feel like at the end, we can talk about ISIS a lot, but I think you have to talk about where do the Sunnis go, and they've been very isolated. And many people say that the Sunnis today are key to some uh, uh, effort to defeat ISIS. Some, uh, some are, yes, yeah. that's true. What would you add to that? Well, I think that it's also important to note that there was a kind of ideological framework that had been laid before ISIS ever came into being. Um, there was a sense that there was a need for a Muslim government in a particular form that was answered by the construction of a caliphate. So uh, I've spoken to many people who have been supportive of the group, some who have gone to the group uh, to fight, and they would say that, that the idea of a caliphate, a unified government for all Sunni Muslims, was something that they had wanted for a long time, and it answered a kind of deep longing. So especially for the foreign fighter element of this, I, I think it's important to, to, to see that, that this was in some ways a long time coming. It, it, it was satisfying something they'd been thinking about, and that they had in some cases been intellectually developing for a long time. And that also, it's important also to note, was a revival of, of a kind of, of practice of political Islam that, um, that really was um, left behind by many of the jihadist movements that had come before, too. Uh, I, tell, me, tell me if I'm wrong, but my recollection of the story was that Osama bin Laden had counseled against trying to create a state because he thought it would bring too many problems. Yes, it, it's a very ambitious thing to create a whole new state. And, you know, it's, it's something that uh, if, you, if you put down a flag and say this is where we are going to rally to, this is where you can attack if you want to attack us, then you make yourself vulnerable to all sorts of things. The Middle East is full of that. Yeah, and it's also something that you can rally to, of course. So, as Ian was just saying, if you do have a, a, a place where um, there is enough chaos, 
where there is enough disaffection and where there is simply a vacuum of power, then you actually have a, a great opportunity to put down that flag and be fairly sure that no one's going to come there and attack you and take it away. The Maliki government turned out to be much worse than everybody expected to be, including the Americans who had su- supported it. How does that tie in, and who is al-Baghdadi? Al-Baghdadi is from uh, the northern part of Iraq. Uh, He's from a town called Samarra, which is majority Sunni. He grew up in a pious household. Uh, His nickname growing up was The Believer because he was known for his devotion uh, to religious texts, but also he had a penchant for telling people off, uh, for not adhering to his strict understanding of Islamic law. And throughout his life, he gravitated towards more and more extreme forms and ultra-conservative forms of Islam until in the year 2000, he basically became what we call a jihadist. Um, And he was seeking to carry out revolution against the state. At the same time, he was also getting...